This is The Bottom Line, a show designed to help Australian businesses succeed. On the show, you'll hear from leading Australian business owners as they share the lessons they've learned building their companies. You'll learn from their successes, as well as some of the challenges they faced along the way. We also talk to experts from a range of fields who share specialised techniques you can use to improve your business. I'm your host, Savan Tuna, and I'm a director at Alexander Spencer, and I'm really passionate about helping Australian businesses succeed. Thank you for joining us for part two of our deep dive on this profiling with Victoria Pyatt. Victoria is a director at Launch Two People, a specialist recruitment company and certified disc consultancy firm. In today's episode, you'll learn how to alter your personality type to win deals with prospective clients, why choosing the right profile for a role is important, and how to recognize someone else's type without conducting a test. Let's jump in. We talked about adjusting own behavior, and as we discussed, you've done the workshop for us and the testing. So I'm a high D. I know that I need to show more patience and be more sensitive and explain the detail and allow for deliberation. I, f- I do struggle with that at times. In your coaching, do you actually help people with high profiles to actually change? Because there are times when you work, and even for me, I do struggle to change to be able to work. When it's a specific project or I'm doing a sales pitch, it's quarantine to maybe a meeting and, and you're prepared and you might focus on it. But I find that when you're working in a team, we have 40-odd staff in our office with all different profiles. You're running around the office with your D profile and <laughs> being an I for five minutes, being a D and then being an S, it can be challenging. And, and I know there are times when I don't say please and thank you, and I'm sure my staff can attest to that. It is a challenge. How do people learn it? Is it just habit, behavior, learning it, experience? How do we go about that if we're a high profile? We have all four profiles in our behavior. So two are most dominant ones. The other two, which is lower under the dividing line, it's called learned behaviour. You still have it in you. It's part of you, except it doesn't drive you every day. Your high D, that's what drives you every day. Your others like I and C, from what I remember, was under the dividing line, that's your learned behavior. So we learn over time how to get your I and your C to come up higher. So for example, I'll give you an example of myself. My I is off the chart. My C, which is the opposite, is right down the bottom. (laughs) It's Sounds like floor. Uh, my C is pretty bad for an accountant as well. But. It's on the floor. And you know what? I was an accountant before. So accountants, especially while they're junior, they have to have really good attention to detail. And I was actually a really good accountant. And my attention to detail when I was working was excellent. But I had to bring that C up. I had to focus a lot more on the detail. So if I was a natural C, I didn't have to focus so much. I mean, that's why I'm in recruitment and not in accounting, (laughs) because naturally 
that wasn't my natural everyday behavior. I had to bring up C every single day to make sure that I was accurate, to make sure that attention to detail was at the level that it needs to be. It's not easy, but it's a learned behavior. The more you do it, the more it becomes a part of who you are at work. However, I know a really good general manager who's a high S, which is quite unusual, but he learned how to be a D. Mm. But under pressure, all the learning goes out of the window. Under pressure, we become who we are naturally. So I'm I and D. So under pressure, I actually my eye drops and D comes up. So it's about learning and it's about consistent learning. So you can bring your C up a little bit higher and the more consistent you are in learning how to be a C, the easier it will get. I want to talk a little bit about the teams and building teams. So we talked on episode two where we were building a sales team. You'd have I's, accountants are predominantly C's. But you said that obviously a mixture of profiles is important for business. You want the drivers, you want the, and so on. But if you were building a sales team and only hired eyes, which is the right profile potentially for sales, who would run the team? Who would be the natural person? So are you looking for a mix of the profiles where there might be a high eye with a D in the mix? Or do you just have to bite the bullet and hire a D salesperson that might be not the active salesperson, but runs the team. So how do you build that? Because I'm just thinking of my business and hiring lots of accountants that are C's. Who's going to look at the big picture if we've all got the detail right? So how does it work? And is it around the development and the changing of the profile that we need to teach to build those leaders and the eyes and that? Can you sort of talk about that? It's a really, really good question. And just very quickly, I'll give you an example where a really successful sales team, the highest revenue building team, lost one of their members through promotion. So they promoted their best salesperson to project management because that's what they wanted. They wanted a step up. They wanted to get into management. They wanted to do something different. They were not sales management positions available and the organization didn't want to lose this person. So they offered this person project management position, which sounded amazing to that person because, you know, they're going to project management, they'll get into managing of staff. It's a step up for that person. So everyone were happy. So they've moved this person into project management. And then one of the team members who were, in that project management team moved into the sales team because that's what they wanted as well. They wanted something different. They wanted experience sales. So they moved an I into a C-related role and they moved a C into I-related role. They're two opposite profiles. So what happened to the project manager? Hated it, <laughs> left the company because it was such a detailed role. Yes, it was management of people, but it's reading and writing a lot of material. It's a very detailed 
role that he was put into and he absolutely hated it. What happened to the C profile who joined the sales team? They hated it. And the whole sales team, he was so successful, just fell apart because what happened is, again, opposite profiles. He was getting annoyed how all the eyes were conducting their sales regime. It wasn't right. It didn't have the process that he wanted to have. So he was completely different, had completely different ideas, different behavior, and he wasn't accepted in the group. So he felt isolated. And guess what? He left as well. So what happened? They've lost two really, really good people in the organization just by putting them in the wrong positions. That's so interesting. We talk about culture and all those other things that's important in an organization and engagement, but really it's also these things. This is so, so real, like putting the wrong profile in the wrong role. You have the best culture in the world. It could be Google you're working for and yeah. that person leaves. That's really insightful. A hundred percent. So just to answer your question as well. So if you're recruiting for your team, say you have all C's, who do you need in your team? Do you need a leader? Do you need someone who will step up and be a leader in that team? Well, then you will have to look for Ds. But be careful because Ds are not detailed. They will lead the team. They will get the team to do the work. But don't expect a lot of accuracy from a D. So you have to have the right expectations as well. So when I recruit for accountants and when my client says, I want someone who has leadership skills. I want someone who's really accurate. I want someone who is really great with people, who can do a bit of sales. And as, <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's break it down. <laughs> who do you actually really need? Who is in your team? So if you have a lot of C's and you're missing a leader, well, then maybe have a look at D and C because remember you can have two dominating profiles. So D might be more dominant, but then you have a C who also detail orientated, but that person might not be great at selling new offering or new service. So you need to kind of make a decision. What are you actually looking for in your team? Where do you want to take this team to what level? And who would help you to get there? So if you need another working bee who is accurate and will get the role done, then definitely see. But if you need a leader who would tag the team to the next level, then definitely get a D. But have the right expectation that yeah. Ds are not detailed. And that's really important because... If you don't have the right expectations, if you get a D and you expect them to be really detailed, pay attention to detail, pay attention to the processes, you would lose that person because that's not their natural behavior. There are so many online forms and questions you can fill out to figure out this profile. Do you actually vouch for those websites or is it better to actually get a proper disk profile and if someone wanted to do that, are there forums and places to go or is it best to contact a consultant like yourself? Of course it's best to contact <laughs> consultant. 
to contact someone who is certified in, who learned about DISC and certified how to conduct DISC workshops and coach management and staff on actual information and technical aspects of DISC. When we do profiles, it's a 20-page profile for each person. And I highly recommend to do that for every person because it's not expensive. It's around about $100 or something per 20-page profile, but it gives you so much information what profile you are, what kind of role you would be best in, And then it gives you information how to behave with other profiles and how to adjust your own profile. So how, you know, if you're talking to D and you're an S, how do you adjust your own profile? And then it gives you different tips on how to change your behavioural profile based on others as well. So it's a really, really valuable 20-page report on information and it's really interesting as well so and that's why one of the things I love about this it's so easy to remember and when we do workshops we use technique to make sure that people remember it really easily as well so we sort of identify celebrities so people can guess what celebrities what profile they are so they can relate to them as well so there's a lot of elements that we use so by the time you finish a workshop you actually remember the profiles and you can identify the profiles quite easily so can you give us a bit more detail on your workshop so if we were engaging you victoria what does a workshop look like is it a day half a day is there follow-up meetings obviously includes a report can you give us sort of your service offering and what that looks like the workshop is four hours and we go through different profiles We go through how the profiles relate to one another, how to identify the profiles. Everyone kind of tries to guess who is who in the team as well, which is quite a lot of fun. So the whole profile has been developed by DISC to ensure that after four hours, you walk away. One, you had fun with it, but two, you actually understand and can easily identify who is in your team who you are as well and how you can adjust your own behavioural profile. Basically, everything that I speak about, you walk away knowing all of that yourself. So after four hours, and then we follow up, sometimes individuals, they want to take it to the next level to say, okay, I understand I'm a high I, but I have this team who is a mix. There's a D, there's an S's, and these are issues that my team has. How do I behave with different individuals to get the most out of it? So we use what you've learned to take it to that next level, how to actually behave with those different behavioural profiles and get the most out of your team and how to change your own profile so they can relate to you as well. So it's quite individual. It's different. Or it could be I had um, one of the directors wanted to know more about business development. So after the workshop, the director says, like, I want to learn how I can utilise that in business development because business development is not my natural skill. 
And I feel that's really missing in my work in selling our services and selling what we're offering to go and network with people. That's not really me, but I'd like to do that. So I help that person to do that, how to identify who they're talking to, just like we spoke about before, and and even to write a little script to start off with for different behavioural profiles. So there are different scenarios and situations. So at the end, a person, especially in management, it really helps with leadership because ultimately if you put together a team of fish who can all swim, then it'll be an amazing team. But if you have a team of fish and a bird and a wolf and they're all pulling in different directions, it's really, really hard to get the same results. Awesome. It's been an absolute pleasure, Victoria. I want to thank you again for joining us on our podcast. It was an interesting topic. I vouch for your program. We've done it here and it's amazing. Lots of fun. So thank you again, Victoria, for joining us. Oh, thank you so much for having me. I loved every minute. Thank you. Thank you. This is The Bottom Line, a show designed to help Australian businesses succeed. This podcast was produced by accountancy firm Alexander Spencer. At Alexander Spencer, we've been helping business owners realise their goals since 1952. And we play a pivotal role in developing, implementing and supervising the business goals and strategies of our clients. To find out how we can help your business succeed, head to our website, alexanderspencer.com.au. To make sure you don't miss an episode of The Bottom Line, be sure to subscribe to or follow the show in your podcast app. And while you're there, leave us a five-star review. It really helps others find the show. I'm Savan Tuna, and we'll be back next episode with more tips to help you transform your business. And that's The Bottom Line.